Coming up on HIGMT, Gigafactory Berlin is clogging up my Google Alerts. Tesla Solar Roofs might soon be available in Canada, and Gigafactory Texas site plans are released. Welcome to How I Got My Tesla, the podcast of indeterminate length for Saturday, September 19th, 2020, episode 8 in Ottawa, Ontario. I'm Matt Wilson. Let's start off with a few Tesla things you should know. So what's better than Fremont's single gigacasting machine? How about eight in Gigafactory Berlin? Yep, according to TeslaAudi.com, Tesla is making provisions for up to eight gigapresses in its new factory, which is still under construction. The article also suggests that the gigapresses will not be limited to the production of Model Ys. It looks like Model 3s can easily be integrated into one of the production lines. But it also suggested that the smaller Model 2, or Model C as I'm calling it for now, could also be produced in Gigafactory Berlin. Regardless of whatever is produced, I'm sure that every available production line will be up and running as quickly as possible to keep up with demand. Currently, Tesla orders slated for Europe are being fulfilled by Gigafactory Shanghai. So just how big is the expected Gigafactory in Berlin? Try four times larger than Fremont in terms of staffing levels. As many as 40,000 staff are expected to be at Gigafactory Berlin over the next 10 years. The Driven.io has some details including the expected output from the factory when fully operational, which will be around 500,000 electric vehicles per year starting in the summer of 2021. Tesla is also reported to have launched a 250 kilowatt version 3 supercharger at a research campus in Berlin in the hopes to entice purchasers with a charging rate of, get ready, 120 kilometers per minute, which is just insane. Check out the teslaradi.com story about the overall size of Gigafactory Berlin. It's absolutely mammoth in size. Then again, if you're going to employ 40,000 people over 10 years, the space had better be large. What's of particular interest to me is a modular construction that is being implemented. The story also goes into Elon's expectations of the advanced paint shop, which is planned to offer a higher quality finish over the existing paint shop over at Fremont. Of course, building a Gigafactory does have its objectors. Check out the story from Teslarati.com where they go into the possibility that Gigafactory Berlin would not even be approved. Tesla does need to get a final building permit to be issued, and the issuance of these permits include public comment. So far, just over 400 objections to Gigafactory Berlin have been noted, and a public meeting to discuss these objections are slated for September 23rd, which coincidentally is one day after Battery Day. In the unlikely event that Tesla does not receive final building permits, Elon would be required to return the site back to its original state. Finally, get yourself ready for some great drone footage courtesy of YouTube's Fly Brandenburg and Electric.co. Drone footage gives a great perspective of the overall complexity and size of the site and the modular construction methods being implemented, including prefabricated concrete footings and columns and wall panels. I do suspect that a lot of the construction lessons learned in Shanghai and Berlin will be transposed to Gigafactory Texas. I also think that Tesla will want to complete most of the buildings on site or at least button them up before the colder temperatures and winter snow arrives. Tesserati.com has an article regarding Gigafactory New York. We haven't heard from New York in a little while. Tesla is looking to hire over 30 positions via LinkedIn. Tesla has made great strides over the past year to make solar roof installations as affordable as possible with an average cost of $1.49 per watt, which is about one-third less than the industry standard. Tesla is also offering an incentive program and rental offerings for as little as $50 a month for a 3.8 kilowatt hour installation. 
Not having a dedicated sales team and offering direct-to-customers ordering experience are keeping costs down. Tesla is currently operating Gigafactory New York on a 24-hour, six-days-a-week schedule to keep up with demand. If recent Tesla job postings are to be believed, it appears that Canada might be joining the Tesla Solar Roof Club iPhone in Canada.ca has a story indicating that the showroom in Toronto is looking for someone with the energy systems experience and roofing experience. Personally, I like the look and installation of a Tesla solar roof over traditional solar panels over asphalt singles. These types of installations look haphazard, and I always wonder what happens to the shingles under the solar panels and how much damage they actually suffer during the installation of the solar panels. And there's probably more reasons to hold up on ordering that Model 3. In addition to the changes that I mentioned last week with the new electronic liftgate, chrome delete, and octovalve installation, the Driven.io also lists a new center console, headlights, taillights, and steering wheel. Elon also mentioned on Twitter that a private beta of their full self-driving would be released to selected users by mid-October with a full rollout by mid-December providing the beta performs well. You would not think that Tesla would have issues with their batteries in their vehicles, but as TeslaAudio.com describes in their article, some owners are having just that, problems with their 12-volt batteries. Currently, Tesla is using traditional 12-volt batteries to power many of the vehicle's subsystems, such as infotainment, airbag, deployment, and seatbelts. But if that battery goes dead, then the entire car is basically undrivable. Elon mentioned in a Twitter post that this will change in the near future, notifying the owner that there could be an issue with the 12 volt battery. The article also postulates that Tesla might be transitioning away from the current 12 volt battery to something more in line with their battery technology. And pivoting to Gigafactory Texas, electric.co has an article online regarding the expected opening which is planned to be May 2021. Buildings are expected to be completed by the end of 2020 which would permit interior fit up. Electric.co also has a 19 page presentation by Tesla where they summarize the expected costs of the project, which is around $400 million, and the expected jobs created, which is around 5000 over four years. The presentation provided appears to be for pre-screening of contractors to do work at the site, so there's not much to look at unless you are a local contractor. And finally, thanks to, again, electric.co and tesleraudi.com, we now have a good idea of the layout of Gigafactory Texas. Based on submitted plans, Gigafactory Texas will be two huge buildings, each side by side, and having the general shape of Gigafactory Nevada. In addition to the Cybertruck, Tesla is planning to build Model 3s, Model Ys, and the Tesla Semi out of the same location in Austin. And that should pretty much do it for episode 8 this week. Hashtag for this episode, uh, let's try hashtag no hospital and hashtag HIGMT. And if you have any feedback for me, feel free to throw me an email at howigotmytesla at gmail.com. And you can always watch my progress towards a Tesla by visiting howigotmytesla.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram simply by searching for How I Got My Tesla. Thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by Matt Wilson and hosted by Squarespace. Music for this episode is Cascade by Cummings.